This episode of Truth's Table is brought to you by Baker Books, a division of Baker Publishing Group, which seeks to build up the body of Christ through books that are relevant, intelligent, and engaging. Visit bakerbooks.com. Sisters, how y'all feel? Brothers, y'all all right? If this is your first time at Truth's Table, welcome to the table. And if you've been sitting at the table with us all these years, we are so grateful that you have been listening to us through these years, and we are inviting you to partner with us and support our work at patreon.com slash truthstable. Now pull up a chair and have a seat at the table with us. Hey y'all, welcome to Truth's Table, Midwest of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm Akemini. And I'm Christina. This table is built by a black woman and for a black woman. So welcome to the table, C. How you doing, girl? I'm doing all right today. You know, the, the sun is shining. The Lord has seen fit. Yes. Grant me a new day. And yes. I'm glad about it. How are you doing today? I'm great. I have on my Anita Baker shirt. <laughs> I see. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I love I don't Anita care Baker. That's my girl. <laughs> it's been a controversial year for <laughs> Mrs. Baker, Miss Baker. And and I'm just gonna be quiet because I that's some people girl. I just don't talk about publicly. Listen, that's my girl. <laughs> that is my girl. That's my auntie in my head. So <laughs> you know, I think she, as well as um, Tony Braxton, okay. are part of the reason why I used to wear my hair short Same. when I was in high school. So I have had all the, I have had a, a myriad of haircut styles Anita, and colors. Anita Baker, Tony Braxton, and it yes. was also um, Pam from Total. Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah. It is it is the page boy cut. Yeah. And there are certain women that when you get that bang over your eye, you can't tell me nothing. See, first of all, the people in modern times haven't really you seen swoop. me with my eye swoop. Given <laughs> <laughs> Aaliyah. But there Aaliyah. was a time, I'm telling you, that one <laughs> eye was covered and I could not see. <laughs> hey, that was that was the rule. That, that was the rule. Okay. I'm just glad I didn't have pink eye all the time. I mean, like when I as I sit back and think about why that wouldn't be a good listen idea. with lustrous pink oil in your in your hair. Oh <laughs> that listen, I'm telling you, I had a serious relationship with pink that. oil moisturizer. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. And you had now. to really get it into your hair. I mean, they're different hair textures, but for me, that stuff could sit right on top of your hair. Like you had to really it can. I was walking around like a grease ball, but I love the smell of it. It was just like, woo child. That that the pink uh, uh pink oil moisturizer and and then the combination of blue magic. You oh, yeah. know I was cooking in the sun, playing outside. First of all, you're saying and then I still own blue magic right now. <laughs> well, I, was, I was saying both at this. I, I was just saying and then the common, you know, the combination. You yeah. know what I mean? Because the blue magic went in the, on the scalp for the parts. Yes. And then the pink oil yeah. went on the hair shaft. So, you know, I was I was a grease ball. I was a grease ball, you know, playing outside. But you know, I do believe that the hair should have a shine to it if, if you <laughs> yes. pull it off. And I I had a real commitment to it. I had oh, a real commitment gosh. to it. So, anywho, Eco, Eco Styler is now one of the, the things that the ladies use. To well, you know, it's le- yeah, that's replaced Let's Jam and Pro Style. I mean, it was Pro Style. Yeah. I, I bet y'all think this episode is about hair. And <laughs> and first of all, we need to stop saying any of these labels because they are not they're giving not us labels. not a nickel, not a dime, <laughs> not a penny, not a student loan payment, nothing. They're not paying us. <laughs> you need an episode about student loan debt and why we need to have it canceled. Actually. Whoa. I'm why have we not down. done that? Hold on. I'm writing that down right now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody pay off our student loan. Seven reasons why we Come should on, not Lord, have student loan debt. 
I wrote it down. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, yes. Uh, back to the subject again. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. What is that? Carry on. What is it? So, y'all, what the episode or the title of this episode or what we talking about? Yes. Is behind the scenes of Truth's Table. Behind da, 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 the scenes, where we are lifting the veil. We are talking about what goes into making this here podcast and how do we pick our topics? What I mean, we we, we gonna talk about the things? How we is it? Talk about it. And look, at what you just, look at what you just did. You had a moment. You had a thought. <laughs> you had an idea. We had an idea, and you wrote it on a piece of paper. And this is how we come up with our show topics. <laughs> So, so see, yeah, exactly. How would you? Okay, we are we are seven seasons in, which My is God. praise God. That is pretty much almost unheard of in you the podcast. Many things: the, the Trump apocalypse, the 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 pandemic, the just you name it. Aliens. There's a lot. The bee killer bee invasion, the monkey pot. I mean, there's been many. Danger scene and unseen. Toils, trials, and snares. Exactly. Yeah. And we made it. And now we are at season seven. So right. what What would you say? How do, well, first of all, how would you say maybe it's, how do you think our process of creating the show has changed since season one till now? There's been some different iterations and changes, wouldn't you say? I, well, I so I would start by saying this, is that we, and people think we're joking when we say this. We don't really listen to podcasts. I still don't listen to podcasts the way I need to. And I know some Period. wonderful, dynamic people who have podcasts all around this world. May the Lord bless you and you keep on podcasting right. your way. That's just not typically my go-to. My husband sends me podcasts, I promise you, multiple <laughs> times a week. I've said this many times. He's like, listen to this, listen to this. And he's trying to convert me into a podcast right. listener. And, and he'll he'll even give me ones that like are by psychologists. So he'll be like, you're really going to <laughs> You're like this one. <laughs> I'm like, okay, all right. And he'll ask me about it. I'll be like, I didn't listen to that. So I need to work on that. Pray for me. Um, but we, so, so what that means is, is that I think our origin story it starts from building something that we didn't have. A, we did not know enough about the prototypes of how other people do this. So imagine if you are a person who's never been in a house before, and but you know you need to build shelter, but you've never seen any any kind of traditional looking house yep. building. But you got you got supplies outside, and you got to go build. And you create, and it's likely that what you create is going to look a little different. It's going to have some similarities, right? Just for it to be able to stand, but it's going to look a little different than what a traditional house that you would have seen look like. So I, I say that to say that I feel like we, we started from scratch without a whole lot of projected beliefs about what the podcast had to be, mm-hmm. like how it had to look, how it had to sound. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was like building a house or building a structure without being um, biased to how it had to be from the beginning. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, we 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 really didn't make something out of nothing because we <laughs> we really didn't have a blueprint, which I think was good for us because we could really just launch in and be our full selves. Um, you know, I think um when I think about the inception of the podcast to where we are now, it was um it was a lot of the time it was really just us and our producer at the time one producer and that was it um and so meaning we were the one-stop shop so when people were sending requests to be on the show they were sending emails you know to truth's table that's me and c responding and seeing 
Okay, I think we can fit. And that's for several years, y'all. You know, where we were our own administrative staff, uh, own financial accounting department. And that's still the case. <laughs> um, own social media. Woo! Social right. media as a beast. That was for many years until 2022. I can't even believe it. I yeah. like longer that we've, we've had our amazing social media manager, Chloe. Shout out to Chloe. You know, on board. But yeah, it's been like, that was us. So like, so anyway, so we would come up, we would just kind of discuss in our group text, like, okay, what, what do we want to talk about? What are some, you know, topics that we could um, delve into? What are some easy ones that we can easily you know, um, dialogue about and talk about. And then what are some maybe higher level theological topics that we probably need to cover and talk about? (laughs) Who do we need to bring on uh, for Black Girl Magic? And, you know, uh, and then sometimes y'all, Truth Table Classroom, Black Woman Rising, these series came out organically and sometimes out of necessity, (laughs) out of needs. So like classroom, the TT Classroom for sure, Truth Table Classroom came out because it was like, we didn't get a chance to record. That week, and that's the truth. That is the honest to God truth about how that <laughs> came about. We were like, "Oh my God, we don't have an episode for this. Yeah. Year. What are we gonna do?" So and now we're you like, "Okay, this lecture." <laughs> okay, truth table classroom. Like, okay, we're taking a break from our normal, you know, you know, right. banter and conversation, and we're gonna give y'all a classroom. And those, and those have turned out to really be a staple that our listeners mm-hmm. enjoy. Sisters love it, uh, and and you can it, it highlights our own individual you know, uh, teaching capacity and ministries and things that we do outside of truth table that are still synergistic. Um, but yeah, so these things kind of just came out (laughs) Mm -hmm. organically. I think black woman rising to Nick was, we did think about this. We're like, you know, how do we honor, um, seasoned women? So it's not just, um, so we don't, we don't want to be ageist. Right. And so Mm -hmm. we're like, how do we begin to honor, uh, women that are seasoned and and are transitioning right from girlhood to womanhood to womanhood to grown womanhood, <laughs> like grown grown womanhood. There are levels you know, of how there's levels to are. this. There's levels to this. <laughs> you know, and so we were like, how do we do that? We're like, okay, how about Black Woman Rising? And I think we had I can't remember who our first Black Woman Rising guest is. I wish if I was going to talk about it, I wish I would have looked it up. But I think we had a guest. Mm. Um, that came to the table. We're like, why don't we name this Black Woman Rising? You know, and I think that's how it, I want to say it was Reverend Richard, but I could be totally wrong about that. Um, but yeah, anyway, yeah. I, I think so. I think she might have been the first one. You know, mm-hmm. and so uh, for she wrote such a, a time as this, and you know, and uh, anyway, uh, that's kind of how some of those series, you know, came about. But initially, y'all. It was really us. And there's still a lot of stuff that we just do because we are still independent, y'all, after all of these years, okay? <laughs> after all these years, for seven whole years, yeah, y'all, yeah. We, Truth Table is still independent. So it really is us. It's still us. But by God's grace, we have, <laughs> or, you know, we have a staff now and some people that we've been able to bring on board, uh, which I'm so grateful for. We have a whole production team. We got a whole social media team. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? Uh, and, and, and amazing administrators uh, that we've had in the past and present now. Um, and then we got us, you know, as yeah. executive producers and hosts and whatnot. So well, yeah, go and, ahead. And you know, when, you, when, when you use the language of we're still independent, it's probably good to contextualize oh, that for folks yeah. who are like, what does that even mean? Right. So, right, right. yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people who belong to their podcast is a part of a larger podcast suite. Um, yeah, network mm-hmm. is being produced by some, you know, powerhouse um, media arm that may mm-hmm. also be connected to, um, you know, network 
uh, you know, a cable network or something like they like an iHeart Radio or something. Like an exactly. And we are just, you know, incredibly independent. Like we're not <laughs> We don't have other bosses. Let's just say that. Like, you know, our, our boss is the listeners. And so if the listeners are like, we're not listening to you anymore, or we're not going to give towards this anymore, then this would probably stop. But one of the blessings, I think the reason yeah. why, uh, one of the reasons why I think we have endured as long as we have is that we started without having any of those things. And so I think when you have in your origin yes. story, what it means to not have any frills, I mean, we had obviously a, a competent a producer and editor Amazing. from the very beginning who was just kind of on board. Um, uh, shout out to Bo. Mm -hmm. But um, but for the most part, you know, we didn't have high tech equipment. We didn't have a podcasting room. We didn't have, you know, we weren't even in the same place. It was like, hey, y'all, see y'all on the, the computer. Um, and this is pre-COVID. Mm -hmm. And so I think because we started with, you know, hardly anything to make it happen besides just like, you gonna hear what I think. <laughs> But you, that's what you got. You, got, you, you hear what we think about things. Um, I think it helped us to have the kind of resilience mm -hmm. that we have now when we have, you know, what, what appears to be more amenities, although not, but <laughs> appears to be more amenities. Right, right. It's just that we know how to build something with very limited means. And I think that's a blessing. I think of that almost as like the, you know, like the, the you know, what it means to cook collard greens or what it means, you know, kind of like right, Southern right. cuisine that comes from. Yep having what's left over or making something really good out of, yes. out of what people would consider scraps. I think that's built into who we are. And so um, I'm grateful for that. That's why I think we've had longevity. I think so too. Yeah. I think you're right. We've just been used to like, okay, this is what we, we put on our back and just do <laughs> and, and do what needs to be done. And I think that's because we didn't have a, we didn't have a model, you know, we didn't have anybody to model our show after because we, we did start at the very, early stage of the podcasting, you know, industry anyway. So we started in 2016 and pre, uh, not well, yeah, 2016 pre-production. And then March, mm -hmm. 2017 is when we started. Yeah. You know, the first season of Truth Table came out. And so, yeah, I mean, we, you know, we were really just flowing <laughs> yeah. based off of, you know, who we were, uh, yeah, who we are, who we were and who we are, you know, and just talking about, the things that we want to talk about. And and I think another thing about Truth Table, and I remember people often asking like, yeah, like your show is just so like, um, the dialogue and the conversation is so seamless. Like, do y'all edit and, you know, do a whole <laughs> lot of high pr production. And I'm like, we do not edit our episodes in those ways. It's not like, Take out this whole two minutes that I said this. It, like that is very rare that it ever happens. Yeah. We ask that of our guests. Like, would you? You know, you you yeah. reserve the right to edit if there's anything you said that you're not comfortable with going on. Just like, let us know. Like. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah, we will locate. You know, mm -hmm. the whatever the problematic or the thing that's giving you some anxiety, <laughs> we will mm -hmm. locate it and pull it out. You know, the show. But by and large, we do not edit our mm -hmm. content. Or what we said on the show. I, I feel like the most highly produced, you know, episode was probably um, Strange Fruit. I could be wrong, but I think that one, you know, where we women that are loose because it had the segments. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, women that are loose. Yeah, yeah. But but very. But you're right. Like it's really unusual. I mean, I mean, I, I hope I'm not being hyperbolic, but I think if we were to actually take a like a numerical count of how much has been edited out of, besides those types of shows, it's probably no more than ten minutes. I mean, like if you it think would not fill an episode. Thing, 
Yeah. You know, I mean, and we have hundreds of episodes it, um, for the good and the bad of that. Which <laughs> we're like, let it rip. What do you have, What do you have to say? And and I do think um, when you were talking about kind of where we started was in the beginnings of the popularity of right. podcasts. And to this day, podcast is is a white man dominated mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. If you look mm-hmm. at who has the top podcast in the world, the biggest listenerships, it's going to be right. white men. And it's going to be overwhelmingly, also with that in mind, it's also some highly controversial white men who are uh, right. typically talking about political themes. There's uh, controversial elements um, uh, known for uh, racial insensitivity, aka racist <laughs> language right. behaviors. Right. That's some of the biggest podcasts that are out right now. And so we recognize that we fill a unique place as people who identify, who are Christians unapologetically, who are Black unapologetically, and who are women unapologetically. And so this this thing was not created uh, with, with us in mind. And I think there's another blessing in us not having been caught up in that either, because we weren't reacting to whatever whatever they are doing over there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's good. I think this is a good place for us to pause for a commercial break. Something we did not have when we first started Truth Table. Listen, because oh, those commercials. Growth. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back, and we'll be talking more about Truth Table behind behind the scenes of Truth Table. So don't go nowhere. Keep it locked. <laughs> Black women are gifted, prepared, and poised to lead, but they often experience resistance, both from external forces and from within. In her new book, Leading Well, A Black Woman's Guide to Holistic Barrier-Breaking Leadership, Dr. Jean Porter King helps you realize you are uniquely positioned and equipped to lead despite attempts to keep you silent and small. If you long to lead from a place of wholeness rather than a set of expectations you had no part in setting, this book is for you. We are offering you a special discount as Truth Table listeners. Truth Table listeners can save 40% off of Leading Well by Jean Porter King when you order at bakerbookhouse.com using promo code LEADERSHIP40. That's 40% off of Leading Well by Dr. Jean Porter King when you use promo code LEADERSHIP40. And when you order at bakerbookhouse.com, you must order before October 31st, 2023. That's October 31st, 2023 to save 40% off of Leading Well by Dr. Jean Porter King. All right. And we are back at the table. I'm talking about behind the scenes of Truth's mm-hmm. table. So, um, gosh, I had a question that came to mind. I was like, you know what? That would be cool to talk about. Okay. How do we pick our topics, Christina? How do we go about doing that? What, so what is the method to our madness? What is the method? What's the I mean, sometimes it's really, I mean, sometimes it's very random. It's, it's, um, <laughs> oh, uh, the guys, meaning like the, we have a, we have, we have some, some guys that help with the, on the production side. Like, like, the guys are waiting for our video, waiting for our content. <laughs> They do. They be like, they so patient. Uh, I'm going to send you a link. What are we going to talk about? So sometimes it's like that. With that being said, <laughs> oftentimes uh, it is the topics are generated from the fact that we have a very real friendship and we're talking about all yeah. kinds of topics throughout the day, politically, socially, relationally, health, fitness, you name it. Like we're always mm-hmm. just chatting back and forth. And so I feel like we have, in some ways, a conversational repository of information mm-hmm. that we can pull from. And then, you know, we are both 
you know, church women. So we're listening to sermons and we're keeping up with what's happening in the American church and in times of global church. And so I, I think, I think we have topics near to us, you know, in our conversation. We also get topics from people who love the show. And so people will, in formal ways, they'll send yes. in uh, like a, can I, what we call like a mailbag. They'll say like, hey, have you covered this? Can you think about that? Then we have people who are just friends or people who think they're our friends who will, <laughs> God bless you, I am called to be friendly to you, but you know what I mean mm-hmm. by that, um, <laughs> who will just start telling us like, hey, why haven't you covered this? Or I would love to hear your take on this topic. Right. So we, we get some stuff that way too. And then Akimini has been really great about um, of making sure making sure that we establish uh, certain show segments. And so she, you reference like, you know, Black Girl Magic, Black Woman Rising. Oh, episode. Um, yeah, series. You know, yeah, behind, yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind the book. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. That was another one. <laughs> exactly. And then we've all, and, and I and I enjoy the idea of having series because I'm, you know, I'm a teacher at heart. So I yes, love when yes. we're able to present a series like Reparations Now and talk about mm-hmm. it on a personal level, a theological level, a political and economic level. Yep. Uh, and we've done that every Every season, mm-hmm. uh, even our very first one, the very first episode, right, resistance. is yep. about resistance and what does mm-hmm. it mean as Christians to resist sin with our own sin, but also social and systemic sin. So I think that's a bit of the root of kind of how how we come to create these uh, episode menus. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that's really yeah. I think that's a really great summary, much better than I would have done. I'm like, well, you know, we pull it out the sky. You know, we <laughs> We ask well, sometimes we do download. Sometimes we do it like, Lord, what we gonna talk? What should we talk about? You know, because we have done a lot of because con- we have a lot of content, y'all. We have we do we've said a lot of things. <laughs> we've said a lot of things. We have over a hundred episodes. Y'all so I mean seven, seven episodes we be talking. And yes, so uh, yes. sometimes it really is like a some there, sometimes there are brainstorming sessions in form in form yes. It's on our calendar. We must brainstorm. We've never done that, but but we will brainstorm before we record. Uh, that's not ideal, but we do do that sometimes. Just, sometimes you just got to do that. Um, sometimes you know it. Sometimes depends on the headline. If you notice, we don't do a lot of. Um, I want to say current events. We do pop culture, yeah. but we don't do a lot of current events. Um, but there's some some events where we was like, nope, we got to go in there. We got to <laughs> talk about it. We got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like you know when they, when uh, Trump had the immigrant ban and you know things like this. You know, are the kids all right? You know, so that so yeah. I'm I'm lifting up that episode. I'm thinking about that, um, and I'm sure you know many others that I'm you know that maybe I'm blanking on right now. Uh, killer bees and you know, listen, we've done a lot, okay? Because there was a lot going on, COVID nineteen, you know, all of that. That that was a season. That was a season. Um, but yeah, so sometimes it is kind of random like that. Sometimes we will kind of take a temperature or the pulse of what's going on in the culture and try to figure out, all right, maybe should we talk about this? How should we enter, you know, um, into the uh, into the subject? You know, yeah. so we so we we do try to think about that in, in addition to our series, our Black Girl Magics, our Truth Table Class classrooms are behind the book, right? I forgot I forgot you lifted that up, but I forgot to mention that that those are all the you know, the, uh, a lot of the staple, um, Mm -hmm. series that we have, uh, there. Um, but yeah, it is kind of, sometimes, sometimes it's random, (laughs) but our series. I mean, we get, we get pitches every week from people and we're really grateful for that, whether that's through a publishing house or someone, someone 
pitches themselves directly to us yeah. or it's through their publicist, they will say, hey, yes. you know, this is the person that might be a good fit for you. That's really helpful. And we have drawn from that. So I would encourage people to continue to do that. We wouldn't want to stop, stop that. Yeah. But I would say typically we are already shaping kind of what we want people to feel and think as they go on this, the, um, the series with us, the season with us. Mm -hmm. um, and so there are people who are just amazing that we've had, we've said like, not this season, we need it in this other season because we're trying to shape a particular experience this go round. Um, yes. But we've had, we've had some really fascinating interviews, Is it, you know, and again, some of the things that we just mentioned are kind of pockets of interviews too, but just interviews in general have been, um, have been a lot of fun. And, and I'm always grateful when the interview kind of surprises you, like, you know, you don't, some a lot of people that we've interviewed that may have been our really our first time having a conversation with them. I mean, some people oh, we know a lot of the time. I don't feel like a lot of the time, but <laughs> no, I feel really, like a lot oh, of the time. Well, I'm so glad this person's not tripping. You yeah. know, so it's, it's helpful <laughs> when it goes well. Um, so we're really we're really grateful for you know that that shaking out in that way. You know, I'm wondering, Kimmy, what what are some of the highlights of having done? A truce table over the last several years for you? Like when you think about behind the scenes, maybe something yeah. that somebody doesn't even realize that is kind of like one of your favorite things about having produced and developed this podcast. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I think, um, I mean, I'm going to be very transparent right now. I think that truce table um, for me, um, I don't, it's, it's so, it's like truce table is like, I don't know, just a, personification of like, I don't know, you'll say black auntie. I don't know what it is, but it, it is its <laughs> own person. It seems it like it's this thing. Like, auntie you know, T. Auntie T. Auntie T. It just follows you everywhere you go. You know, and so I think it, for me, when, um, when hey, to be honest, when, when we produced uh, Truth Table, when we were first conceptualizing it, planning, pre-production, didn't even know we were in pre-production. <laughs> Uh, learn this, learn this lingo as we're, you know, you know, anyway, uh, going right. You know? <laughs> it's pre-production. Like, okay. Um, you know, I think I was in a really low place. Um, it was really, really hard for me to find my footing. I didn't understand what God was doing. I didn't understand why God hadn't given me a job out of seminary with all this student loan debt. Help, Lord. This is the thing. Uh, I think about this every day, like, Lord, somebody cancel this debt. Um, but, you know, I seriously, I, I just was like, God, I don't know. Like, I, just, I was really struggling. I was really, really struggling financially, mm -hmm. uh, mentally. Um, uh, I would say even, uh, I don't know if at that point spiritually quite yet, because I hadn't experienced, you know, spiritual abuse yet. But I was really in a place, this liminal space where I was just really, not sure what was happening in my life and what was happening was I was most yeah. was I supposed to be doing and so truth table um really I see it truly as a true gift um, of grace from God and so that's why I always think about this table will stay you know uh, propped up as long as God wants it to be <laughs> you know because I really do see it as God's work by God's grace but seriously it really was helpful um for me because it gave me um a very clear purpose, mm -hmm. um, a very clear mission on what I needed to do every day. Cause listen, podcasting is a full-time job. Okay. Um, and you got to keep this engine moving. Okay. Uh, and, and just learning how to make it a, a, a well-oiled machine. And because I was kind of floating and I just didn't, 
you know, quite know what I was going to do. Christina was working a full-time job at that time, you know? And so I, I really was just like, okay, I'm going to take this thing, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to put this on my back. You know, that's what I'm saying. Christina was doing her division of labor too, but I really took a lot of onus on it because I, this is what I had. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like this, this is what I had. And I just didn't know what else God was going to, what else God was going to do. Now, how I, how I was able to not make this my all in all in my identity. I think that's just a work of God's grace. I just tried to hold things loosely, you know, in those ways, you know, like I'm, I'm not going to crumble and fall the day that Jesus says, okay, truth table it's, it's time. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really was like a, a true gift of God. And um, to me, um, in order to, you know, just establish this, <laughs> this yeah. platform, I didn't, I didn't really know what we were doing. I didn't know we were, what we were building. I didn't know how significant, you know, it would be. And that was surprising, it, I guess, you know, to me about truth table, if that makes sense and how mm-hmm. much it, it helped me to give, give me some sort of sense of purpose, mission, vision, you know, for my life as somebody who's independent. You know, yeah. entrepreneurial. You know, <laughs> no. But how about you? How about you? See, I'm, I'm yeah. Curious. I would I would say ditto to all those things. Mm-hmm. I think I think it served. Yes. So the personification of, of Truth Table is like, you know, <laughs> your favorite black auntie, and um, you know, it, which who sometimes you agree with and sometimes you don't. <laughs> but you know, but you know that she love you, and you and sometimes and most of the time she is talking right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be yeah. real, okay? She yeah, might be yeah, in yeah. business, but ultimately, you look back and be like, "I think she might have been right about that." Um, so, yes, I think, I think, I think I could, I could see how that could be for some people. And what tickles me is that obviously, if, if you, you know, if you're a part of, you know, our, our, our kin's folk, if you're black mm-hmm. folk, that would really resonate. But I'm always tickled also by people who are outside of that that ethnic identity who likewise are like, Lord knows I need me a black auntie too. Like they, they too have been like, yes. oh my gosh. Yes. Um, it haven't have, and have benefited and in, enjoyed um, listening in as well. But I, I think that I, behind the scenes stuff, um, I love what it means for us to meet people who have been impacted by. Yes, me too. And positive ways. I love the team that we get to work with and to develop, you know, I'm, very serious about leadership development and mentorship yes. and executive coaching and all that stuff organizationally. And I tend to do that in with uh, organizations that are not ones that, in which I help to lead mm-hmm. so directly, like mm-hmm. with Truth Table. So, I, so it's really, it, it's a wonderful thing that I get to use those skills here at, yes. at Truth Table yes. and build up a really dynamic team. Our team is just, they're just wonderful. They're I just really Love enjoy them. The process of Finding them, recruiting them, hiring them, equipping them, and then having them then equip us, you know, getting us together because Lord knows somebody got to get us together. Um, It's just, it's really great. And and that's, people don't get to see that. They don't get to see the people behind the scenes that we're in conversation with almost every workday in order to get episodes out, to have a particular presence online. And we do make some decisions. You know, we, we just talked about this the other day. We make, so I think between the both of us, Uh, particularly just one because of just spiritual discernment and our our pulse on culture and society, but also (laughs) our our professional background. So whether it's uh, community with, you know, marketing and business and and theology and my, my kind of psychology and people oriented Mm -hmm. stuff, we could, we could shape this podcast to be larger than it is. (laughs) And what I mean by that, it doesn't say that we think it's small. It's not, it's, it's, it's impactful. Um, But what I mean by that is that we actually know, 
the stuff that people gravitate towards and what we could amplify mm -hmm. and what kind of conversations we could have, what kind of sound bites we could We know the tone on which we could speak. You know, we know the drama that we could really, um, you know, really spend a lot of time on. And we, we know that even at one point, our our popularity grew even in the midst of conflict. When I think about when we first launched that very first year, you had the conflict related to Trumpism, but you even had conflict of people kind of being mad at some, some episodes and all that kind of stuff. So we there are some people who would make a decision like, ah, this, this is our thing. Like, let's keep stoking that. And I think whether people know this or not, that we both are kind of anti-drama people. <laughs> they may not realize that, but I'm like, that's some mess over there. Like, you know, and so we have made decisions that have helped. I think that have helped us to grow deep in terms of convictions. Mm -hmm. And we have taken our time in growing wide in terms of appeal. Um, yeah. We thank God that we do have appeal and we do have reach. But what has always been the biggest value, I think, is to have deep convictional roots. For sure. Um, and so anyway, that's that's at least how I think about some of the things that I love about what we, by God's yes. grace, have been able to shape and, and to build and how and how we ended up doing it. Yeah. And I and I also love that I um, get to do this work with you, of course. You know, and of I, yes, I love listening from our listeners and of course our staff. Absolutely. Because I went on my little personal tangent like, dude, that's my life. No, but, <laughs> but, but <laughs> No, but God didn't use it. Um, so, <laughs> but uh, but being able to work with you has been absolutely, definitely, yeah. bar none, the the best. You know, I, I think the best experience about Truth Table is being able to Amen. have. You um, are definitely family. You are a true, family. Yeah, a, tr a true friend. You know, um, and a a true uh, thought partner that you know sharpens you, loves you, walks with you, and you know, you guys just kind of. You know, I, I do think that is the secret sauce of Truth Table. Actually, which actually leads me to my next question. But I think that is, it is, I think it's our friendship, you know, um, <clears throat> obviously, and our love for Jesus, you know, that yeah. is the glue that yeah. binds the podcast together. And I think that's what really draws a lot of people to the podcast, to be honest. Yeah. I think it's not just our topics and our, our approach and our nuance, and that's all there. That's really important, mm -hmm. you know, um, but I do think it is our friendship um, and yeah, and our love for Jesus and the church, absolutely, I think is what is the the appeal, the X factor, <laughs> what they what people call the X factor of the show. You know, which actually makes me let me, let me ask this question: What do you think? Um, or maybe, uh, yeah, are you surprised? You know, are because there are other podcasts that have genuine people that are genuinely friends, you know, who love each other, you know, that do podcasting, you know, or that, but maybe they haven't done as long as us, or maybe. I don't know, getting started or they folded for whatever reason. So are you surprised um, that Truth Table occupies this niche? Because <laughs> to me, I, I think it's kind of surprising that we still occupy this very unique space within podcasting. And we have been imitated, but not really ever duplicated. Um, and so... Are you surprised by that? I'm just saying we have been on. We have been. I guess we can say it out loud that we have been imitated, but never quite duplicated. And so, but are you surprised? You know that we still occupy this niche. That there are not a bunch of other maybe black women, brown, you know, gold, you know, podcasts that are. This is a brown version of Truth Table, and this is the gold version of Truth Table. Or, you know, are you surprised by that? What, or what, what, what? I, you know, I again, I think that I think that podcasting in and of itself, um, yeah. Well, yeah. culturally, is um, 
white conservative millennial man antics. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. and be, if, if, like if, when I think of my awareness of, and you know, in, in very right. recent history, I started looking at trends in the in the okay. and, and you know the culture of podcasting. I was like, oh my gosh, because because honestly, yeah, I think true. had I known that from the beginning, I'd have been like, I don't, I don't even podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't have you were none the wiser, girl. <laughs> I was like, whatever do you mean? You belong on the radio. You know, I'm old school. Like I want to be on ninety two Q, but. Yeah. Um, like still today, like call us. <laughs> Seriously, I will do radio. Darling. Exactly. I love radio. It's like, you know, so or TV part yeah. of who I am. But mm-hmm. all of that to say is I, 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 I'm, I don't know if I would use the language surprise in as much as I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. I am um, thankful. I don't, you know, I, I tend to, you know, I, I tend not to be a person that's like, okay, I don't want to act like I don't, I don't have gifts or skills or we don't have gifts or skills. We do have right. some yes, unique yes. formulas that we bring to the table in terms of analysis and, and academic background and whatever. Um, but I, there are tons of people who do too. I mean, there's lots of smart, capable, funny, whatever people. And, and I will say this when I, because we've joked about this, that we've had people throughout the years have, who have said things to us in kind of like a nice, nasty way of like, why are y'all popular? <laughs> like, like, why are you folding question to us? Like, why is your why is your podcast still out? And, and you know, like, surprise! Like, oh my goodness! Like, people listen to your podcast. Like, why like, y'all keep winning? Golly, oh, it's so funny. But anyway, I but even if I say that right now, oh, it's so funny. I actually think, uh, to your point, I do think it's the secret sauce is an, a genuine friendship of people who really live with one foot in the church, one foot in academia, one in, in multiple, mm-hmm. we have multiple feet apparently, but also in like, you know, pop culture, politics or whatever. We just kind of think about yeah. putting all that soup in the, all those ingredients in the soup together. But I also think that True Sable is funny. And I, you know how I feel about, you know, I'm, I'm a person who goes to stand up comedy yes, shows. You I enjoy laughing. If you ask me, you know, what my top pick is for entertainment, Besides live theater and live music with like real musicians, it's going to be people who are funny. Like I'm like, bring in the court jester, like make me laugh, you know, because life is hard and gangsta. And I'm a former trauma therapist. I know that that people have horrible, horrible experiences. Right. And I do think laughter is just a gift from on high. And so this podcast is funny. It is right. funny. If you don't think we're funny, then we're not for you. But we, right, right, right. yeah, that's, and that's fine. It's <laughs> hilarious. I, I think that we have a good time, and I think people need to. I think people enjoy being around that. It, it does something for the brain and the heart to hear us cackle throughout, for and sure. to go in. And I've had people say that to me, like there are times when you're talking about something so hard and so painful, and I'm crying, and then all of a sudden. I'm laughing and I'm like, what just happened? I'm like, welcome to the black church. You know what I mean? And I do think some of that is rooted in our cultural identities too, that, um, that the importance of having a variety of emotions. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think, so yes, surprised, I guess, but more so grateful and thankful. And I do think we can name some of the secret sauce. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you're right. Grateful is a, is, um, it's a good way to phrase it, you know? And so, cause yeah, I think about it. I'm like, oh, I was like, we've been doing this a long time. I mean, I was like, we are here. Nobody, I was like, but we still kind of, by God's grace, still occupy this niche, <laughs> you know, area where people are able to marry all of these different, where, where we are, I'm sorry, uh, where we are able to marry all of these different disciplines, you know, based on our personality and our work and our interests and our passions and, and our evolving 
um, purpose, you know, our manifestation of our purposes too, right? Which is that 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 God gets has the right to change um, mm-hmm. at, uh, at any point in our lives, and I think that even That's through true. truth, but in the course of our mission, you know, it, even in, of our individual pur- purpose and collective purposes has shifted uh, quite a bit, yeah. you know, um, quite a bit from the inception um, until yeah. now, and so I think there is a lesson in there about what it means to hold things loosely and being open you know, to God shifting uh, directions in our lives, in our ministry, um, in the ministries he's given us, uh, and, and just holding a whole, uh, uh, an open hand, I guess you could say. Yeah. I hope God. that people experience, as you said that I thought about like, because um, when you've done this for, at this point, several years, people, yeah. I think people ought to change. Um, <laughs> like I, 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 so. I do believe I in sanctification, you know, in, in personal growth. But but I say all that to say that I am hoping that as people, if people have gone through the journey with us in the same way that they are growing in grace, that they would experience Truth's Table as every season becoming wiser, more gracious, mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. delightful, um, mm-hmm. more bold. And saying what is true and what needs to be said, but also uh, coupled with that boldness is 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 a kindness, you know, and and a clarity. And so I hope people have. I hope we have grown. Obviously, I know as people we've grown, mm-hmm. but I hope that people have even experienced the podcast who have been rolling from the very I hope beginning. So. Yeah, um, <laughs> that, and I, and obviously that all all the glory would be to God in knowing that God is faithful to complete the good work that has been started and that we get glimpses of that even mm-hmm. now yes, 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 <laughs> of progress. You. And I think even something like, you know, Aunt TT, Aunt TT is growing yeah. in grace. Yes. Yeah. And still, right. So hopefully we won't be the same now, like we will be next year. And then year Amen. after that, year after that. Right. So, um, so yeah, this was, this was fun. This was fun. So I'm so glad we got to come to the table to talk about behind the scenes of Truth's Table. And That's now, right. We want to hear from y'all, okay? Uh, well, first of all, thank y'all for taking a seat at the table with us. Uh, but we want to hear from you. Uh, send us your thoughts. I don't know if you're going to do it on X or on Facebook or on Instagram uh, about this episode behind the scenes of True Stable using the hashtag True Stable. Uh, Black women, did y'all know that we have a Black women's Facebook discipleship group? Well, you do now. Make sure you follow Truth Table on Facebook and join our Facebook group today. Invite your homegirls to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter X or whatever it's called now um, at Truth Table or email us your thoughts at asktruthstable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Truth Table has a Patreon account so y'all can send your love offerings to patreon.com slash truthstable. Or you can bless us at our PayPal, which is paypal.me slash Truth Table. Truth Table's audio producer is Joshua Heath. Our video producer is Daryl Bradford. And Truth Table's executive producers and hosts are Akemini Uwan and Christina Edmondson. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.